0: What is up everybody? Welcome back to the sick corner with State Awaits. I'm Nate.
1: Uh I am Trent and oh boy, I'm dead. And I'm Sebastian. <laughs> this is exactly what I was hoping. Like, oh what's up guys? Hey Oh uh, yeah,
0: we got allergies. Some of us got COVID. You know, we're we're living. We're just living, and we also just so happen to have these things uh, that we listen to that we're going to talk about uh, in the form of media, and yeah, we're just going to talk about them. (laughs) So with that out of the way, let's talk about these new albums, starting off with uh, the new Los Bichos album, Let the Festivities Begin. Take it away, Sebastian.
2: Oh, shit. Okay, so... This album had a pretty groovy start, uh, you know, with the 70s sounding licks and everything like that. Uh, Very like stripped back rhythm section, you know, had a little bit of like an Eastern influence, I think, to it. Uh, I don't know if they were like playing uh, like chimes and stuff like that uh, or like smaller bells or like hand cymbals or something like that. You know, some very just like Eastern sound. So if you know what I'm talking about, I don't want to. I don't want to come off as being stupid or anything, but I really don't know the instruments I'm trying to like talk about here. Um, but they are cool. I really like the diversity of the sound. I even watched a couple of live videos because they came up after I was uh, watching the album itself, and uh, they're a pretty tight knit group. Um, but unfortunately, I just I feel like the lead guitar is just so note for note just generic. Um, and that's not the worst thing in the world. It's better than bad. I will say that like the, the girl knows how to play. I mean, whenever she does live, uh, they act more as like a jam band and they're very, like very charismatic and she will riff on top of these chords really well. But whenever she's doing studio stuff, it's, Kind of like a King Gizzard effect, but they're they're not trying to really do much with it. It's just like very like just one note, that bound da-da-da. Like kind of playing it more like a bass than a guitar, kind of just following the rhythm section. Um, and honestly, yeah, the bass itself is cool, but yeah, the guitar kind of fills more of that purpose, which kind of defeats having a bass in general, in my opinion. Um, I will say the fuzz effect, though, on the bass in the song Pista... I think pista. I don't know how to call it. Um, yeah, it's pretty pretty good. Um, I, I like that one. But yeah, the album as a collective, it was pretty nice to listen to. Sorry, I don't have too much to say. It was just unfortunately not a lot to add because it was mostly instrumental uh, with just a little bit of, like talking here and there and some like crowd shouts. Uh, yeah, it's a nice listen. It has some really cool backing uh, percussion based sounds going on. Nothing too crazy, but if you want something groovy to sit back to um, with not too much flair, just something to have in the background at like a party, I feel like this would be a good placeholder. Uh, 6.5 out of 10.
0: Yeah, this one was a, an interesting one, especially because, like, that first song, The Link is About to Die, is like fucking incredible, like, I was actually, like, blown away when I heard that song the first time, just, like, with all the instrumentals collided, it just sounded beautiful, like, it was so well done, and, um, I kind of had high hopes then, going into the rest of the album, and don't get me wrong, I had a couple other ones saved, like, uh, was I Enjoy It and, uh, Las Panteras, uh, but after that, it was just kind of like a... A, a typical instrumental album. You know, there was not much else to it. Uh, they're very talented, though. All all these ladies in the band, excellent. Very awesome musicians. Um, definitely interested in seeing what else they, uh, they put out. I don't remember exactly, but I think... Was this album their debut? It was, that's right, yes. This was also their debut album. And for a debut, for a start, this is like... This is promising. This kind of, like, has a promising... I see a promising future for them, you know? um, More vocals would be kind of cool. Or at least more songs that sound like uh, The Link is About to Die. Because that is what's going to get the band, like, really going. You know? It's going to put them really out there if they're able to just do that. Because wow, I was I was wildly impressed, like, I almost considered that song to be in some sort of top ten songs list for me, but I'm just like, well, you know, it's like, maybe an honorable mention, maybe more so, but it's still like, first listen, wow, just incredible, uh, but everything else, yeah, it's not bad, it's still pretty decent, uh, especially if you like instrumental music, um other than that yeah there's not really much else to it it's gonna be uh, a 7 out of 10 though for me Music Corner 7 and just gonna leave it at that but yeah take it away Trent
1: Go. yeah so overall um it was it was a chill album uh middle of the road for me though um started to kind of sound the same after a while um but it was still so pretty gotta cool I give him credit because um, I've I still found enjoyment out of it. Um, but, yeah, 6 out of 10 for me. Good shit. All
0: right. Moving along. We have an album here from the band Soul Glow. Oh, God. (laughs) Diaspora problems? Diaspora problems? I don't know how to say that first word, but I'm giving it a shot. Uh, I'll go first here because this is an interesting one. This is a very interesting one. So this album, uh, if my timeline is correct here, came out right around the time that uh, MGK's new album came out. Because I remember when uh, MGK's came out. The, obviously everyone shit on it even us here, hello who actually fucking like that whole album uh, this album too had like a punk flair to it but like, uh, like a real punk kind of thing you know quote unquote like I don't, I don't really care for that whole debate of like what's punk and what isn't punk but like MGK was definitely more pop punk and this one was definitely more of your like almost like old school punk kind of thing you know with like better production I guess you could say even and there was a lot of people who were like oh yeah dude if you need a good punk album this is like a, this is like some real punk right here like fuck that mgk shit and you know after hearing that i was like you know I'll, g- I'll give this a shot then you know why not and i i don't know like this one was definitely an interesting one because when i first started listening <clears throat> i was like what the hell? You know, this is different. This is, like, very, very different from what I'm used to. And I almost, like, didn't like it at all. And then I just kept listening to it more and more, and I ended up even saving a couple songs, like, um, Tripponomics and Fucked Up If True. I don't know if it's either of those ones, but the one song that had a uh, who gonna beat my ass, like, repeated over and over was, like, actually, like, really fucking good, too. And I was, like, there's, it's, it's like, one album that, like, I think requires a lot more listens if you're going to fully get into it. I myself only had one thorough listen and then, like, re-listened to some songs here and there just to, like, freshen my memory, but... I don't know. This is an interesting case here because it's just got, like, that raw punk sound to it instrumentally. And then, like, the vocals, yes, are, like, definitely punk, but it's, like, not really a, a punk style of vocals I've ever heard before, you know? It was different. All of this was just wildly different, not what I was expecting at all, but it's also got, like, some sort of appeal to it to me, too, you know, it's something I can say, like, yeah, I'll go back to that, I'll give that another shot, you know, as of right now, it's a 7 out of 10, but, if I listen to it again, and, like, maybe, like, really get into it, knowing what I'm going to be getting into, I, I can see it being in like you know an honorable mentions list or something if i assume that i like it again the second listen but only time will tell with that one but uh yeah it's an interesting project very interesting uh go ahead sebastian
2: i will say this album was pretty manic i liked it a lot um there was some like ska instrumentation mixed in with that punk instrumentation uh i Dude, I don't know, man. I go so back and forth with Ska, and I think it worked really well here. Uh, Sometimes I'm just, like, really unnerved about it, but yeah. Uh, I will say, from the progression of the album standpoint, this album just got better and better for me as it went on. Uh, At first, I was really, really put off by it. I was just really like, okay, God, this guy just really abrasive, really like, and here, here's the thing, I like abrasive, but sometimes I don't realize the volume of my headphones going into a project, and that kind of happened here again, I was like, fuck my ears, um, and I came back to it, and I listened to it on a surround sound speaker at a lower volume, because, you know, I, I have a lot of like sensory issues, sorry for if that impedes reviews, but yeah, it helps. Um, and going back into it and looking at the lyrics and understanding what it's about and what it's saying, I think this is a masterfully made album, uh, in the terms of punk, of course, like this is not, you know, uh, to pimp a butterfly kind of like crazy, like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but I feel like the topics that did try to go with, I feel like it did very well. And it, uh, it talked about some very heavy issues being like, you know, people that are willing to fight for things so hard online, but then when the time comes to actually fight for it, they ain't gonna do shit. That's why, uh, that's why he's talking about in the song Gold Chain, Who Gonna Beat My Ass? Because it's like, Who's gonna beat my ass when the time comes for it? You Who gonna beat my out? ass? Who will beat my ass? <laughs> and, I love it. dude. And it makes sense. I was like, Wow, that actually fucking works. You know, it's simple. Well, and to the point, just like punk should be, you know, it's politically charged. It, it's basically what the Clash did back then to like revolutionize punk, and that's what these guys are doing now to bring it back to, you know, uh, back to like the forefront instead of having all this pop punk emo shit that we're gonna get to later. Um, yeah, I really love the singer on this. He just, <laughs> he is on ten the whole time. I'm sorry, no, he's on 11. We are going in the spinal tap territory here. He is just up there, going crazy each time. Uh, And then also, like, you can feel a lot of just anger towards the punk community themselves, which I also fuck with, too, because all these gatekeepers talking about them not being so punk, because you know, they're black, and that's, like, not cool at all. You know, punk should be about, like, fighting the big man up there, not, like, You know fighting other members of your group but that's kind of what it's evolved into over time and it's cool to see them like going about that in a very rage induced sense because they're like yeah nobody takes us seriously in our own community or the punk community you know so i yeah i definitely fuck with that because it just it the heavy topics definitely like pull you in more because it's just like makes you kind of sympathize with the group a lot Um, and then, like, I really like the other songs, uh, what I call it, uh, the anthemic jump. I really like that one, (laughs) because just how crazy the fucking instrumentals get with his voice. I'm just like, man, this is, like, getting so close to metal, it is not even funny. Just, it is so close to becoming, like, like, hardcore, almost, and just going off. Um, but yeah, this album... Highly recommend it. If you want to listen to some, like, good punk that's made nowadays and that isn't what the gatekeepers call poser punk, this is definitely your ticket right here. Just take this, and I feel like you'll be satisfied if you want more of that. Like, you know, old-school punk edge with new-school flair. Uh, eight out of ten.
0: Good shit. Trent, take it away.
1: Um, Yeah, this was Headache City for me, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Um, although it was very good, um, you know, being old school punk, which old school punk is like that, um it was, it was a bit too much for me. And I don't know if that's just because I have, you know, the bovid uh or not, but yeah, I'll probably give it another listen, like after I'm I'm feeling better and then see what that does, but overall I didn't I didn't hate it um it was still still pretty good Uh, punk is something that I don't really listen to often but when I do it you know it it makes you feel a certain type of way uh which is good so uh at the current moment I gave it a 6 out of 10 uh it might go up uh but we will see
0: All uh moving along got a new album here from decapitated Cancer Culture. Take it away, Trent.
1: We move on to a better album, uh, at least in my opinion. Um, I've heard of them before, so that's good, at least. Um, it's uh it's an interesting album. I think the, the way that I heard about them was, um, was that, is that single, Hello Death featured Ginger, and I was like, oh, Ginger, dope, let's go. Um and so I listened to it and I was like, oh that's interesting. Uh and then this album came out and I was like, Oh, look at that. Um but yeah, overall, um uh it was good, you know, like kinda like heavy shit just rocks, you know. So overall, music corner seven is pretty good.
0: Nice.
1: Uh Sebastian, go ahead.
2: I was going to say this album uh started off pretty basic and then Hello Death came on and I feel like this was the really redeemable song off the album only because just the rest of it was just so generic and I I hate saying this about metal because obviously it's our stomping ground it's like what we all really fuck with on this but yeah man I I just need a I need a I need another pale face type of album not their style but just in general I need something fresh I need something to like wake me the fuck up uh yeah this uh it was good i feel like hello death just like gave us those soaring cleans that the album kind of needed to really get across what it wanted to um i really i i did fuck with lock as a track because it was shorter and i feel like the intensity at a shorter uh time span was pretty good and i that one kind of like was another one i added onto the heavy playlist um and then I do like the doomy riffs in this album. I wish there were just more of them because if it went more doom, I feel like it kind of like warranted the kind of just pace it had. I don't know how to explain it, just not my favorite. Um vocals, they're pretty they're pretty good. I mean, it's just your typical scream. I mean, you know, if you know how to scream, you can probably do all this shit. It's not very like unique or crazy or anything like that. Um yeah, I just really feel like this album needed to offer more to me, especially, like, the hype surrounding the group that at least I've seen on forums and stuff doing my research. You know, people were like, oh, my God, this shit's, like, the bang, and, like, this is, like, the greatest, like, metal album all year, and I'm, you know, kind of like, Jesus. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good album, you know, if you like metal, you'll like this. It's plain and simple, 6 out of 10.
0: Yeah, this one was a a good return album. I'm pretty sure this is like their first album back in uh, a few years. Uh, I th- if you follow the band, I think I think you know why. Uh, they I don't know if I want to talk about it much, but let's just say they got into themselves in some uh, hot water for a while back in uh, 2017. Uh, I don't, I'll just leave it at that. Um, but they're back now, so there you go um, with this album I think it just is you know they're, they they kind of just made something that is, is them you know it sounds like their other stuff although I wouldn't say this is like anywhere near their best stuff I'm going to have to leave that to the album Nihility if you never heard that one that is a very solid technical death metal album awesome album cover amazing music like definitely recommend that one uh, from this band specifically but I mean, yeah, this is this is what you get with like the sort of uh, tech death stuff. I will say, though, I was not uh, all that impressed with any of the features, either the ginger one or the machine head feature like those ones were fine, but like they kind of felt out of place to me in terms of the rest of the album. But, yeah, I just really didn't fuck with it as much as I thought I was going to. And I was really excited, too, because I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, Ginger. Like, something that's at least, like, you know, a good feature and not, like, the mid-album from last year by them. Like, damn, dude. (laughs) Um, Everything else on this album that I liked, I could say uh, the title track was good, No Cure, Suicidal Space Program, and uh, Last Supper, or at least a few that I saved. Uh, Yeah, it was an 8 out of 10. Definitely one of the better ones of the week. And... Uh, yeah, there you have it. But all right, that is the first half down. we got another to go. Before we get there, though, let's have a word from our sponsor. And we're back. All right, it's time to hop into an album here from Swaco. It was fun while it lasted. Well, boys, this is it. This is the one. This is the one. I knew it. It's, this okay. is... By far, the worst album I've heard this year. I thought that was gonna be to the boy Elvis Costello uh, with his recent album, uh, which I still do not like that album at all. But um, did I boy did I not realize that there was gonna be something worse than that? Uh, Suárez was here to take that crown with this. What do you want to call it, dude? Like this trap pop punk rock kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing and I don't know why it's popular cuz he's been kind of blowing up. I mean, I'm pretty sure if I'm not mistaken that he's going to be opening for like someone big on a recent on like a new tour. I want to say it was Korn. I don't remember exactly. I could be wrong oh, about that. Fuck. Not not this uh, like on a select dates. I swear that like he's oh, going on I'm tour. Like... With someone very popular too. I don't remember exactly, but oh, on second here, because I know he's doing like some like big festivals too. Which even that I'm just like why, um, but I don't know. It might have even been a different artist. I'm thinking of. I-, I I hope he doesn't open for Corn. I would I would like that not to be. No, he's you, know very upset. you know what? You know what? I think that was actually Jerris uh, Johnson. I think that's who I got mixed up with. I always get Swico and Johnson whatever his name is, mixed up. Um, But anyway, back to this album. I don't know why he did this. I mean, one thing I can say I like is that it's short. It's only 28 minutes. That's, That's awesome when it comes to albums like this. And, like, I don't know, like, lyrically, too, like, I'm usually not bothered by these whole, like, you know, party style of, like, lyrics and shit, but... He just does it so horribly. And it just does not sound good at all. And I think my one friend actually told me about Paralyzed when it was a single. And even then, I was not even impressed with that song. I thought it was okay at best, but I was like, no, this is not it. (laughs) This is not it at all. It was just all of that and just like the generic (laughs) instrumentals. Like, the so. It's so fucking generic there's nothing new to this album at all, and it all just sounds like shit, it makes Explosions by Three Days Grace sound like a masterpiece and i you can quote me on that one, it is just so fucking bad I, 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 who was the one feature oh that's oh, <laughs> Travis Parker, <laughs> of for- course of course he's featured of course he's a feature on here too because why wouldn't he with this style of music uh, there was another one too that actually I I wasn't even thinking of Travis I think I was thinking of the Arizona I do not I don't I don't fully remember the song I just know it's called sober slash hungover if that tells you like the, the titles of these songs too like toxic therapy drunk dial motel 666 sober hungover like shut the fuck up. You're doing something so repetitive and unoriginal to this point that you're just you look like a clown. You're a fucking clown, my guy. Like your music is dog shit. I'm ugh, it was awful. It's a 3 out of 10 for me. It's not as bad as Sleepford Mods, but for this year, in terms of this year, this is easily one of the worst albums I've ever heard of my, you know, this year. I, I shouldn't say in my life, although it is probably still true, but it's definitely awful. Do not recommend. Thank you. Sebastian, go ahead.
2: Damn. Okay. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm going to say the title is debatable. Um, I don't think it was very
0: fun when we passed it. <laughs> it wasn't. Um, it, for me, at least, it wasn't. Yeah.
2: Like, honestly, um, yeah, this... <laughs> too edgy five me holy shit man um yeah this is one bitchy album like the guy is just lamenting a breakup the whole time and he tells you through and through how he's feeling he's just
0: i'm gonna take some drugs and i'm not gonna go to therapy
1: don't forget about misogyny
2: oh yeah don't forget about the misogyny you know i was with this bitch but now i'm with a new bitch take that bitch (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, oh, my God. Uh, man, I'm surprised any of these people get laid, but whatever. Um, Yeah, it's very basic punk music at best. There is some screaming on there, but, yeah, this is, like, this is, like, worse than, like, crab core years of screaming because, you know what, I'll take 20 stick sticklies over this. Like, at least. um, There was one good moment in this, a whole album. One good moment that brought it up a whole ass point to me
0: yeah it's, what, it's, what, it was... it's when it's it ended it's when the album ended Okay.
2: well it's actually clear you're close you're close um it is the ending of a song motel 666 had this really cool like fucking like uh like dungeon uh like 8-bit kind of sound going on in the back like at the very end and it ended well before I feel like it should have, because it could have made for, like, a pretty cool instrumental track, honestly. And, uh, yeah, it didn't really fit the album, though. I, I only gave it a point because it was kind of like a saving grace, like, after listening and trudging through all this, like, raw sewage. Like, I found, like, a fucking, like, coupon to, I don't know, like, what's a mid-store, like, dick Sporting Goods or something like that, you know, It's just like, okay, that's pretty, that's pretty neat, you know, I don't know why it's here, but okay, um, yeah, uh, the lyrics, though, (laughs) oh, man, I'm just gonna say one, because there are a lot, honestly, if, like, I, I would like to make an episode where it's just, like, terrible lyrics variety hour, where we just, like, just rail off a bunch of the worst lyrics we've ever heard, this is one of them, uh, for me, at least, If I had a death note, I'd write my name on every page. Like, (laughs) have you ever seen the show? I'm not even, I'm not trying to get into that discussion. I'm not trying to be one of those people like, oh, name three songs by this band or anything like that. But like, (laughs) the thing in the show, as soon as you write someone's name, you die instantly. So you're going to write your name on every page? What the fuck? Like... (laughs) oh man oh oh it's great it's great it's beautiful um yeah this album it just that that just made me laugh more than anything like out loud very uh very audibly um yeah i'm just really excited for this like pop punk trend to die out because i don't think there has been really any good albums besides like willow to really come from it and i'm saying pop punk not just regular punk because punk's been around forever and it's still going on but Yeah, this like really like crappy like budget early two thousands you know kind of sound. I just I can't do it. You know Travis Barker. You know I know you've been you've been taking a dick out of things lately, but you really didn't need to be on what was it Um, SOS? Like I really did not like. I didn't really get much of a drumming part from that song. If you would have told me he was not a part of it, I would have easily believed that because I barely heard the fucking drums. Like, the rhythm was just so basic. Anyone could have done it. Hell, I could have done it on my MIDI board. You know, Uh, yeah, super generic, super just unoriginal. Honestly, if you want some, like, plain, you know, you want some saltines on a piece of Wonder Bread, you know, man, if you want that taste, there you go. This album, Suaco. it's all for you, baby. Uh, Four out of (laughs) ten.
0: Hell yeah. Also, too, for the record, best pop punk artist like now. I'd say that has to go to Nothing Nowhere because at least he's doing something good and original, you know? Oh, yeah, you're right. Even even a little less original, but still, like, really fucking good how it's executed. Like, he's the man. He's the goat in that. Shout out Nothing Nowhere. Uh, But all right, Trent, take it away.
1: I'm going to start this out by saying uh, the hottest take of the year right here. And you know, I got the hottest fucking takes. Travis Barker has killed pop punk. I honestly thought
0: you were yeah, going to say this even, album. I thought you we were going to say this album was good. I thought you were going to say it's good. I'm like, Dude, the, oh, guy, oh no. the guy who bashed a Little Sims is going to say that this album is good. <laughs> Get out of my fucking server.
1: <laughs> no. No, I, it, he, he's killed, like, even punk. like That is a fact, is just, though. That's a fact. He, he has. a great fact. And it's just like, why? Why are we doing this? <laughs> oh. I just I can't I can't stand it. That's the first like, hot
0: take I think we can all agree about, Trent. <laughs>
1: oh, wow, yeah, that's that's pretty good. Um, yeah. Now going back to my roast on Little Sims. Uh,
2: <laughs> Don't you? Uh, dare. Don't you? Got it for you,
0: man. Not our UK queen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just uh, yeah. This album was uh. Yeah, just copy-paste everything Sebastian Nate said. Uh I was gonna bring up the thing about the Death Note because that made me laugh like out loud. That was so funny, that intro. It's repeated so much. <laughs> ah, it's just so dumb. Cause like that's I was gonna bring it up like do you know how the how the death note works, bro? <laughs> uh it's just funny. You know he probably he probably only watched the uh Netflix live adaptation. It's probably why. Oh
2: shit, you're right. You're right. You got the
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's just another shitty pop punk album. That's about it. I mean, if you like your 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 shitty pop punk, there you go. It it's the album for you. It's uh it's a, it's a nice four out of ten absolutely
0: but all right move it along here let's uh talk about the new Fivio album Fivio Foreign with his album Bible uh Sebastian go ahead and start us off
2: let me see where my notes are so Fivio Foreign Bible um man talk about a letdown for me I really fucked with all of his features on Donda you know the guy has a lot of talent you know super charismatic rapper, at least on there, and then when it comes to his own solo stuff, his energy's just gone honestly, I was really uh just kind of just underwhelmed with the whole project um you know it didn't didn't really i i I don't really have anything to say. I'm sorry, like it's your typical just rap it you, you rags to bitches kind of thing, and uh yeah. Uh, Quavo was on two songs, and honestly, he gave just as much energy, if not less. Um, I really thought Quavo had a lot more going for him, but recently I've just been like underwhelmed with everything he's done. Uh, Yeah, I mean, City of Gods was pretty all right, but I heard that as like a Kanye single way earlier in the year, and I was genuinely surprised it was on this album. I don't know if this was originally a 5 Yo track or if just Kanye just kind of like gave it to him eventually. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the it's kind of a cool song. You know, the mixing on Alicia Keys' vocals are not my favorite overall, but I thought it was still a fine song to begin with. Uh, yeah, I wish I had more to say. This album, 5 out of 10. It was just very, very mid.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to side with you on that one. Uh, very, very disappointed with this album. I thought it would be so much better than it actually was. Uh, I, I I also even expected more drill, you know? This album really does not have a lot of drill. And, like, <clears throat> what I mean by that is, like, you know, the beats are like... And, like, I'm, I'm, like, waiting for that kind of shit. when Just, like, bars dropping, you know, like that UK-style shit. The UK drill stuff, which I'm also not even a big fan of that either. But sometimes there's some bangers that come out of that little subgenre. This one, though, I don't... I don't even know what you would, I, alternative rap, sure, like, you know, it kind of just goes a little all over the place, but, like, not really in a good way, probably in the most mid-way possible, it's just not memorable, it's not fun, it's got its features, though, I don't remember if I actually saved a song on here, I don't think I did, though, because, like, I feel like I would have had a really stand outy track, and, like, I mean, sure, City of Gods, probably would be the standout track, but at the same time, like you said, Sebastian, I don't know if, like, that was meant to be for Fivio, if that was just, like, you know, there, you know, for like, Kanye gave it to him, or if it's just, I mean, like, sometimes that's what happens. Like, there will be, like, a main, like, Kanye, it would be, like, a main song by him, and then it would be on somebody else's album, too. Like, the, um, biggest example I can think of for Post Malone's album from a couple years ago had the song with Ozzy, and, like, they both, like, back and forth, like, had that song on the album that they did together. So it's like, you know, it it is what it is. But yeah, uh, nothing was saved. I just checked too. Nothing at all was saved from this album. So yeah, you could just say that this is, it's mid. That's the definition of this album. It's a five and a half out of 10 for me. I won't be coming back to this one. That's for damn sure. Uh, yeah, take it away, Trent.
1: Uh, yeah, it was a six out of 10 for me uh although the features were pretty good. Um good choices at at the least um for the uh actual like what they did on the album could have been better. Um but overall I mean yeah it was it was longer than I wanted it to be. Could have could have been a few songs shorter, would have been pretty crisp. Um but yeah I've I don't think I've ever listened to them before. Um and I didn't realize he was on Donda. Um because I fucking hate that you can't see who the fuck's on Donda, it just says Kanye. Um yeah, it it's 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 an okay album. Um would I recommend it? Probably not. <laughs> um but yeah, six out of ten.
0: Good shit. All right. Well we got one more album. Uh, that is going to be the Swedish House Mafia album, Paradise Again. Go ahead, Trent.
1: Um, so this is a very interesting album, and I will tell you now, I don't have a rating for it. Because I really don't know how to feel about it at this moment. It is, it's weird, and I've heard of them before. Um, but I just, I don't know how to feel about it. And it's, I, mean, I guess if you listen to the album, I guess you kind of know what I'm talking about. Because I, I don't know. I, I don't even know what style this is, this is considered. Would this be?
0: It's it's, it's house. It's it's
1: dance house. Hi, okay, house dance. Yeah. So I was like, I didn't want to call it like just straight EDM. Um, yeah. No.
0: No. It's nah.
1: Yeah. It's because like, cause like well, there's and like and some there's flavor soon, to it. There's some flavor to it. Yeah. Because as soon as you like. You know, put somebody's EDM, then you get like all like the fucking like people are like, oh, it's not EDM; it's actually like this subgenre that nobody's fucking heard of. I mean, that's metal too. Let's um, be fair. <laughs> it's fucking true. Um, yeah, it's just I—I I don't know. It was I didn't mind it. Tell you that it was like pretty good. Like if I had to give it a rating, probably be Music Corner Seven. Um, just because you know. I don't, I don't. know. It's Sebastian and Nate are probably going to give a better fucking like view of the album than I am. But yeah, I'm I'm really at a loss for words on it right now. Um, but it'll 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 have a a rating here. Uh, probably in like a week. I'll probably listen to it. You know, another like two times and be like, okay, I got it now.
0: I get that. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Sebastian, go ahead. There was a band
2: uh yeah it was it was a pretty boring album i do not like swedish house mafia whatsoever i don't like house music oh well there are exceptions here and there just like every genre you know there's always that dime a dozen band that shows up within the mix but yeah house music is kind of like the most boring section of em to me uh, I never really enjoy it because it makes me feel like I'm in like the cologne section for like an Abercrombie and Fitch store more than like actually trying to listen to music and enjoy it for that reason. You know, I get it. What it's, you know, it's what it's made for. It's not made to be too like intrinsic or anything or thought provoking. It's just there to kind of fill the ether with sound. So like I I get that you know I really do but I I can't do it honestly I'd much rather play like Ash Nico on my speakers loudly at a party and have everybody like be confused and play this shit because I just feel like everybody will be bored by the next like thirty minutes um, I will say there are a couple standout f- songs uh, I'm not, not going to talk too much about the weekend because I know Nate's going to talk about that one a little yeah. bit more uh, but I think it was a good feature. Uh, And then there's Rocky on Frankenstein. Nate and I were talking about this earlier, but we kind of, I kind of have a theory running. I'm not going to talk about that until it's possibly maybe confirmed. But uh, yeah, there's a little bit of like Igor energy going on with uh, ASAP Rocky's lyrics, so to say. Um, And also that song in general is just such a fucking banger, man. I need a Rocky album. That's like half of my notes on this album is just, I need a Rocky album. Like right now. I know he's having a kid. I get it. But just just do it. Just do it, man. I
0: think they're having Everybody, another kid too. I think they're having another one.
2: Well shit, man. Just come on. Just Stop. Like, you're gonna Stop! <laughs> like, <laughs> like we need this album ASAP. Come on, Rocky. <laughs> uh, it's, just, it's just yeah, I I need this, man. I it, I mean with this ED, with the um with the Swedish House Mafia beats behind it, I feel like they work really well. But, yeah, as a, as a collective, this album is just super generic. I do not have too much to say. Um, a lot of it is just, like, beat for beat the same to me. Uh, some of the features, of course, like I said, are stand out. But overall, you know, it doesn't sound any different from any of their other albums. Um, you know, obviously, time will tell if it gets overplayed or not because they tend to overplay the shit out of Sweetest House Mafia. Um try saying that five times fast at least for me um yeah it's just it's an album it's there it fills the ether with more music you know if you like it you like it if you don't I I don't know don't even give it a shot <laughs> you know if you don't like house music like me you're just gonna kind of be bored with the whole experience with the exception of you know a couple songs here or there so uh yeah five out of ten mid.
0: Uh, I'm the opposite I really fucked with this album in fact this is actually my favorite album of the week Uh, just the first few songs in general really like it's almost like the first half of the album with like a couple exceptions I'll get to in a moment Uh, excellent I mean it it really it really has like a better feel for when there's at least somebody singing with Swedish House House Mafia's music Um, because obviously it's just a electronic group, they're just a house group, you know, they don't have a vocalist in the band at all, they just, they make the beats and the techno shit, and they go boom, 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 you know what I mean? Um, but, when they have features, it actually makes it a lot uh, a lot more worth it to listen to them, I feel like. Uh, shockingly enough, despite them being a group for like, pfft, over 10 years now. Uh, this is their debut album. They had two compilation albums, but never an official studio album until uh, this one, Paradise Again. And it's like, it's it's crazy to think about that. Like, you have been a group since 2008, and in 2022, you're like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's put out the album. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I just find that funny. But um, yeah, love, let's... The the big standout track here for me, uh, "Moth to a Flame" by The Weekend. That was actually released uh, last year. Uh, almost. Uh, I almost thought it was gonna be a part of the uh, Dawn FM album, but it turned out it was just gonna be on this one, which is fine. I mean, it's it's a song with the weekend. Who cares? Um, and it's it, it it literally is like you know any sort of weekend song about like a girl and everything trying to get the girl, or like you know how he's already with her and the guy doesn't know. <laughs> Hence the lyrics: Does he know you call me when he sleeps like. Hello that's that's very weekend energy right there but <laughs> oh my god the song just it's, it goes hard. It goes so fucking hard. I love it. Uh, I think it's funny, too, that it's actually in <laughs> It's in the Fortnite fucking radio station selection, too. I'm like, hell yes, it is. Let's teach these kids about <laughs> being with a woman even when she's already with a man. Let's go. I'm all for it. It was, it was great. It's a 10 out of 10. It's a great song. Uh, the ASAP Rocky song, too, Frankenstein, awesome. I, I almost felt like he was kind of calling out Tyler, too, in that, based on just, like, his tone of voice, but, like, when I read into it more, it just seemed more like he was, like, mentioning him and had, like, a neutral standpoint with it, I guess, which I was like, I don't know, I'm gonna keep an eye on that one. That's a, that's, that's an interesting case going on right there, because uh, I really haven't seen them, like, post about each other on social media in a minute, you know? Like, Maybe si- maybe even since Igor, like a little before then. So, I don't know what's going on there. But, other than that, um, there's only a couple songs. Mafia, I didn't really care for the song Mafia. Uh, it looks like I also wasn't a fan of... Um, was it? Oh, another minute and uh, for you. I didn't really care for those ones either. Towards the end of the album, but uh, mostly everything else I liked. Uh, I also forgot that uh, Sting was on the uh, the song Red Light. I Forgot about that one. <laughs> Just why not throw Sting on in there? That's great. That was a good song though too. I liked it at least. Uh, but yeah, if you like your house music, your techno ambient shit, this is uh, this is the route to go. I gave it an eight out of ten. And uh yeah, like I said, this is my favorite of the week. But alright, that is gonna do with the new music. Honorable mention Oh my god, oh my god, am I ever gonna stop doing that? We're gonna find out if I ever stop doing that this year. What's the word I'm looking for now, though? Album recommendations. Holy <laughs> shit. Am I ever going to say it right? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe one day. But I've been having a streak. I think I've been doing this for like
1: a month now. It I feels like It's got to be. It's got to be at this point. I mean, Jesus Christ. We're, we're Al- going to get to the end of the year, and then you're going to be like, okay, our album, top ten album recommendations. Album recommendations. <laughs> Before we get into the top ten albums, let's hear some album recommendations.
0: <laughs> oh, my god. Album recommendations. Trent, what do you got for us first?
1: Um, I got an album that uh, my brother showed me because uh, I was never really the biggest fan of this band. This is a Quiet Riot? Um, <laughs> no, I've I, I was I was a, a <laughs> I, I was I was I was a big fan of Quiet Riot uh, back in like uh, when I was just getting into rock and shit. Because I mean like it's 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 head it's headbanging hair metal shit. Like, you know. <laughs> Uh no this is Tempo of the Damned by Exodus. Um it is it's a great album. Uh Exodus is thrash metal. Um comes out with one of their biggest songs Blacklist um which is an absolute banger of a track. Um War is my shepherd another great one. Uh but he had me my brother's been interested just to see if I can like play like some songs on guitar so he'll like give me a song and then i'll like he'll sit down here and like listen while i try and learn it um the hardest song he had me learn was it was uh the art of partying by municipal waste it's fucking killer um but my my favorite song off this album probably is uh shroud of urine uh just because it was very very fun to play on guitar um and it's it's a good song overall and we had a great time seeing exodus uh testament exodus and death angel is a great time um but yeah that is tempo of the damned by uh exodus great fucking album from 2004 awesome good shit uh sebastian what you got
2: so I, unfortunately, don't have any albums because this artist does not release albums. Uh, I wanted to do something a bit more on the techno side, a little bit more drum and bass, because, you know, as you guys know, I'm trying to get more and more into this so that way I can be better equipped to talk about it in the future. And my uncle is drum and bass king. I This guy listens to nothing but, like, dubstep. And I'm, I'm not saying, like, Skrillex. I'm saying, like, actually, like good well-made dubstep he's the one who mentioned uh porter robinson to me for the first time back before we uh reviewed nurture and from there on he's been giving me like you know artists singles and stuff here and there because a lot of these artists don't really release a lot of um a lot of albums and everything like that so it's cool to kind of just get like little bite-sized pieces from a bunch of different people and the artist this week that i want to talk about and highlight is craze just has some of the most like just mind-numbingly heavy bass i think i've heard in a while uh nothing on the lines of like wolf girl but like <laughs> it's it's pretty close sometimes there are some songs on that this guy has that just goes so hard for like no reason and then there's like this one song um that just uh i think it's let me go on here g shit that is super like liquidy sounding and I did not know that was a thing and uh my first thought was is this juice wave? <laughs> I'm just it's like this shit is wet and I mean like WAP like it is it is wet. Um yeah it's good though. Uh the one song I recommend just like getting you guys started if you guys choose to listen is We Outta Here. That song follows a very uh a very well-known melody but it just adds like this crazy amount of bass so if you guys have some good speakers or some damn good headphones just crank this shit i'm telling you it is fun it is really cool especially if you want to do like that early morning wake up or you're kind of sitting in traffic and you want to get hyped before work because you're like bored definitely recommend something like this so yeah artist craze just check him out he's on spotify youtube whatever whatever you guys use
0: Nice. I got a, uh, hardcore band, 156 Silence, uh, and their new album, well, yeah, I guess new album from, uh, 2020, uh, Irrational Pole, uh, it's, it's hardcore, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's kind of like I got that Code Orange kind of vibe to it a little bit, less industrial, more of their, like, older, uh, hardcore stuff, like, uh, from I Am King, uh, that kind of era. Which is cool, because I actually really fuck with that album. And, yeah, I think 156 songs kind of pulls that off really well. Uh, they keep it fresh, they have a nice sound, it's hardcore, you know, so you know what you're kind of getting into. Uh, pretty much the whole album is solid, but I think some of my favorites were God's Departure, Lost Visual, Conflict of Interest, and uh, By a Thread, I Suspend. Uh, yeah. If you like that style, definitely worth checking out. Give the boys a listen. They are fresh, new, and they are coming for you. But alright, that is going to do it for the whole week now. Trent Sebastian, as always, thank you for joining.
1: Yay, yeah. We'll see you
0: guys in the next episode. This has been the Music order, of Ristate and and we are signing off.